Welcome back to the Troop Leader Experience Podcast. I am going to do another Ask Me Anything episode today. I'm going to knock out a couple of questions that are a little bit shorter. So let's see how many of them we can get through in the length of an average episode. If you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. My name is Sarah. I'm based out of Arizona. I'm a lifetime member. I worked for my council about 10 years ago, and then I ran my own multi-level troop. Up until a couple of years ago, we sadly did not make it through the pandemic chaos um, as a troop, but I'm still an active volunteer. I'm still involved in the community, and I've been hosting this podcast since 2018, so um, that's what we're doing here. The Ask Me Anything series is an opportunity for us to really chat about anything you want to pick my brain about, about Girl Scouts, and if we were, I'm going to answer it as if we were like sitting at coffee or brunch, so I'm not doing a ton of research. I don't have a script. I don't have an outline. I don't have bullet points. I'm just winging it. Um, And if that's what, if we were sitting at a table together, that's how I would answer. So that's what we're doing. So today's first question is from Elizabeth. And she said, do you give the membership star at the end of the year or the beginning of the year? And this is a common debate. The more leaders you ask, the more opinions you're going to get. And the same goes actually for badges as well. People will do um, giving them throughout the year or they will give them all at the end of the year at a ceremony. So let's talk about both of those things. So first, the membership star. The membership star is that gold star that goes in front of a colored disc. The colored disc corresponds with the level the girl was during that membership year. Every star slash disc, which is together, um, represents one year of membership. So the colored discs correspond with a girl level. Now, this has no requirements except being a registered girl member. So um, the correct answer is you can give it at any time of year that the girl has actually registered for. So once she has become a paid member of Girl Scouts, she has quote unquote earned the membership star. So you can give it at either time. Um, I think that for me, in my mind, it makes the most sense to give it at the end of the year, representing the completion of that one year of being a member. Um, And it gets added to her uniform as a representation of a year she has completed. And so it shows the years she has completed as a Girl Scout. Um, But it's not wrong to give it at the beginning. Uh, I tend to see a lot of times in the council shop, including when I worked at the council shop, that uh, we would give or not give, but we would have uh, bridge kits available in the shop, which had like a certificate saying like, congratulations on bridging. It might have your new, um, what is that called? Insignia tab. Oh my gosh, my brain totally just like froze. The insignia tab is what your membership pins are on, on your vest. So um, it would have your new color of insignia tab and your corresponding pins if your pins change. And um, it might have uh, your membership uh, star with the disc from the year you just completed. And then also uh, sometimes there'd be like a fun pencil or something, a fun patch, whatever. So we would put together bridging kits like that. Maybe it would have the rainbow patch or maybe it would have a fun patch. Either way is correct. And um, we would sell those every year during bridging season. So that um, 
that was kind of reinforcing the idea that the star would be part of the year completion ceremony-esque time of year. Um, but giving it at the beginning is not wrong. It's totally fine. So if you want to do it as part of investiture and rededication, which is like the ceremony to start a new year, you totally can do that. So if you don't know what those words mean, investiture is the ceremony for a brand new Girl Scout becoming a Girl Scout. And uh, rededication is when a girl returns for another year and she is rededicating herself to keeping the promise and living the law. And those ceremonies can look like all kinds of different things. So if you don't know about investiture and rededication, we have talked about that a little bit on this podcast before, can definitely talk more about planning rededication and investiture ceremonies. In fact, I'm going to like make a note of that because this is the perfect time of year for that. I also have some really cute investiture and rededication uh, certificates that, if I do say so myself, are way cuter than any of the, like, official uh, certificates from Girl Scouts on my Etsy shop. So you can check the show notes or the description of this episode for the link to Etsy, or you can message me for it on Facebook or message me at girlscoutpodcast at gmail.com, and I would be happy to send you the link. But um, so... <laughs> self self plug <laughs> shameless plug so anyway that's the story morning glory on the membership stars it's not wrong either way you can do it any way you want i tend to do it at the end of the year uh, as far as i touched on it um this wasn't part of your question but i touched on it earlier this idea of um whether or not to give out badges and patches throughout the year or to give them at the end of the year in an end of year ceremony. Certainly at an end of year ceremony packs a punch. It's really fun. It's beautiful. Um, it's also from a budgetary standpoint after cookie season. So you've already have your cookie proceeds to help you pay for the badges. So buying badges before cookie season may not even be an option for you, which is understandable, right? Like there's different ways to do Girl Scouts. That is totally fine. For me personally, I preferred giving badges throughout the year, mostly because A, it is way too much for me to keep track of long term. I need to give them when it happens. <laughs> B, I am a planner. So if you've been listening to this, you know, for this podcast for a while, you know, I like to plan my year, my academic year for Girl Scouts over the summer when we are on a break. And then uh, I plan the entire year and buy all the badges and patches in advance so that uh, I already have them when we're doing the actual meeting or the actual event. And I like to give them out right on the spot. Then the girls know what they're for. They remember what it's what they did to get it, hopefully. <laughs> and um, also, I don't have to keep track of it long term. So for me, that works really well. But different different things work for different people. Sometimes I would definitely still get behind in giving them out. So we would wind up or a girl would be absent or whatever. And so they would wind up with like a little baggie of the last few things that they should have gotten badges or patches for and I would kind of get them caught up that way um that wasn't ceremonial but like still kind of more of like a packs a punch thing but uh, I also think from for the parents I think it's kind of nice too because they don't get stuck with like two hours of ironing and sewing on patches <laughs> Um, I also think there's something to be said for, and I've heard a lot of people make this, this assertion is that if you give them at the end of the year and they're bridging, then they never got to wear their vest with their badges and patches on it because those badges and patches will go on the vest that's being retired that they will no longer wear anymore. 
So I think there's something to be said for that as well. But it is not wrong to give them out at the end of the year. And it, they're for totally understandable reasons. Okay, vaguely related, Becky asked. I don't know why I'm overanalyzing this so hard, but my kid bridged to brownies this past spring. She completed some fun patches during the summer, as well as has worked on a brownie journey and badges too. Can I put the fun patches on her brownie uniform, or do we still have to put them on her daisy uniform until fall hits? So, here's my thing. Fun patches have no requirements. You can do a patch program that had, you know, steps to quote-unquote complete the patch program, um... But a patch program is just a patch program. So those fun patches can go on the back of any vest you want or any sash you want, or you can put them anywhere you want. You can put them on a blanket. You can put them on a purse. You can put them on a jean jacket. Does not matter. Fun patches basically have no like official meaning. Go ahead and put them on the new uniform if that's where you want to put them. Totally fine. Um, but the like official answer um, is that summer is generally treated as girls are in limbo in between both levels and they can usually participate in activities at both levels. So normally a girl who has just completed, let's say fourth grade and is going into fifth grade is treated as a fifth grader if she wants to participate in fifth grade camp programs or summer program offers. Um, but she also, because it's usually based on the grade they're entering, but usually she also could participate in fourth grade programs if she wants to. So um, now that's a weird example to do fourth and fifth grade because that's both juniors, but let's say third and fourth grade. If she really wanted to do a brownie program, she could because she's still in the brownie membership year. And unless she did spring registration, she hasn't actually registered as a brownie or I mean as a junior Girl Scout yet. But because we usually consider girls in the next level when they have completed the grade, not based on like age or anything like that, but when they complete the, the previous grade, they are considered the next level. So they're in this weird limbo where over the summer they technically can participate in programs and earn badges like official badges from both levels. But an official brownie badge, like the triangles, are never going to go on a junior vest. So hopefully that makes sense. Those are going to stay on the brownie vest. Now she could continue wearing her brownie vest over the summer until she has her investiture rededication ceremony. But if she's already done a bridging ceremony, then she um, probably would want to start wearing her junior uniform. So Anyway, you can do it either way. Um, there is no wrong way to do it. And you can definitely still officially earn both. You're in this weird limbo spot. Technically, even once girls start their new grade, they are still in the previous membership year because the new membership year doesn't start until October 1st. So with like high awards, girls usually have until the end of September to get their high award projects approved. So like if they just finished finished fifth grade and they're going into sixth grade, they can attend cadet summer camp for sixth graders but they can still be working on their bronze award literally until september of their sixth grade year <laughs> so they're like i said it's just this weird limbo time that you technically can earn both but fun patches which is specifically what becky asked about fun patches can go ahead and go on the new uniform you can just count it that she earned them as i think you said she was a brownie you can just count it as she earned it as a brownie because she did already bridge 
and fun patches, it truly does not matter. They go on the back of the vest, though. So hopefully that helps. If she earned any of the daisy, like, flower-shaped badges, um, those cannot go on the brownie uniform. Those need to stay back on the daisy uniform. So, okay. Um, let's see. I think it's this is pretty short. I think we can go on to another one. Let's do this one. Newbie here. Adult health forms. Do we need them for the leaders and volunteers? We are just doing meetings at the library and outings for three to four hours. Nothing crazy. So here's what I'm going to say. Yes, you should have an adult health form for every volunteer who is going to be participating. Um, they should be registered. They should be background checked and they should have an adult health form on file. Number one, this is going to be the best protection for uh, insurance purposes. But number two, um, it's just going to be the most helpful in case anything happens. And, you know, even if you were only meeting at the library, somebody can have an allergic reaction or, God forbid, like a heart attack or a stroke literally at any time and in any location. So <laughs> that's definitely still valid let alone like they could get a paper cut or they could cut themselves um some other way they could fall and um you know break something like and you could trip and fall at any at any time in any place right so any of those things could definitely happen at a library meeting and then mentioning you have outings for three to four hours at a time listen that's a pretty big thing and out like don't say just we're just doing that that's like a big thing plus your troop is going to continue to grow and evolve and you'd rather already have the systems in place to grow and evolve into than have to go collect those later so go ahead and save yourself the headache make sure every single adult volunteer registered background checked health form just cover yourself Okay, that was a pretty short answer. <laughs> Let's see if I can find another short question. Some of these are a little long. Um, okay, how do you know how many meetings a badge is supposed to take? This is from Nicole. Can you earn them in one meeting if you do all the requirements or is the multiple meeting to earn the badge necessary for the girls to think and plan the activities? So you guys who have been listening to the last few weeks of episodes, you already know the girls do not need to be thinking and planning the activities. So let's go ahead and just like establish that right there. Now, if the girls are thinking of and establishing the activities, then they're going to help determine how many meetings it's actually going to take. I would say expect that it's going to take a little longer than they think it's going to take. Go ahead and just plan for that. Um, but yes, of course you can earn a badge in just one meeting. You can also earn a badge over four, six, eight, ten meetings. It really does not matter. Um, you can take as long or as short as you want. It is definitely possible to earn badges in one meeting. Some of them are going to be a lot easier to earn quickly than others. Um, my troop definitely earned many, many badges in one meeting, even when we were only doing hour-long meetings. Now, I would say back when my first year, we were doing only an hour-long meeting. And yes, we could earn a whole badge in that time, most of the time. Not for every badge, but a lot of badges we could do in one hour. But we did not also have time for cleanup. So that meant the volunteers got stuck with all of the cleanup 
after the girls had already gotten picked up and were gone. And that, to be quite honest, stunk. So <laughs> we switched starting with year two to 90 minute meetings and it made a world of difference. And we met every other week. But um, a 90 minute meeting made a huge difference because we had enough time to do whatever that night's activities were. And then also the girls had time to clean up. That was just so, so, so important for my mental health and my desire to keep going. But um, anyway, what we started doing with badges is the younger girls definitely could get through their badges in a meeting more often. Um, older girls, we would stretch things out. So we would pick something they loved and wanted to go really deep on especially by cadets because it's three years so um we would pick something they wanted to go really deep on like let's say um movie maker is it movie maker digital movie maker no i can't even remember i feel like when i can't remember stuff like that i think like i'm a total imposter doing this podcast but i have been doing this podcast since 2018 i am not an imposter i do know what i'm talking about but sometimes man I really show that I don't have an active troop right now, don't I? Anyway, so um, they were really, really, really interested in going down this path of like making movies. And we were able to incorporate a bunch of the badges along the way that were all themed to the media journey and the uh, movie maker badge, photography, um, uh, like like a whole bunch of different interest areas. Some of them were teamed up with other, I think photography is actually junior. We were able to team up with other grade levels so that we could earn some badges together. Um, and it was actually earning a level for the other, or uh, earning a badge for the other level. They were just more like contributing to their movie maker arc. Um, <laughs> and uh, also maybe a fun patch or whatever. Um but screenwriter was one of them and um gosh i can't even remember but we incorporated a bunch of different things that kind of contributed to making movies and then we kind of did a theme for an entire half of a year on movie maker and i figured we could do some other stuff mixed in but also and of course they were also um we celebrated Juliello's birthday and we did like an investiture and rededication ceremony and um, we prepared for cookie season during the fall like semester so uh, or the first half of the year. So they definitely did some things that were not all making movies, but primarily they were doing making movies um, that whole term. So we really stretched that out. The spring semester, oop, the spring semester, we started off, of course, with like cookie season and cookie stuff. And then we went into the global action and the world thinking day. And by middle school, my girls were so passionate about these topics. They loved it. This was their jam. And even though we had intention to do a bunch of other badges in the spring semester, what they really wanted to do was more of that. So we threw out 
our schedule, which like, yes, the planner in me who had pre-purchased things and pre-planned everything. Yeah, I can be flexible. Listen, girl-led, I'm listening. Um, That's what they really wanted to do was to keep focusing on those things. So we had every intention to go big on that and to kind of make the second half of the year really focused on that. But of course, that is the semester that got interrupted by COVID. So we ended up switching to virtual meetings, which just totally for a year and a half, we did virtual meetings and it just... um. It looked really different. That's okay. We're not going down that side tangent. Um, So all of that to say, um, you can definitely earn them quickly, earn badges quickly, or you can spread them out over time. Now, I think earning a whole journey in one troop meeting would be really hard. People do do journey in a day programs. I think that's tough to do journey in a day, including a take action project. It's not impossible, but it's tough. You could do a journey in a day and then still do the take action project. But I think if the take action project is worth its salt, it's going to take more time because the girls are going to need to be able to use what they learned from the first part to come up with what the take action project even should be. And they're going to have a lot more options if you don't try to fit that into the same day. Um, But certainly it's possible. I'm not going to say it's not possible. It is definitely possible. So all of that to say, yes, of course, you can do them in one meeting if there's something that you're like, gosh, I don't want to have to drag this out. Don't then. Um, Or if you're just trying to accomplish as much as possible in one year totally admirable as well. I think that pressure in my experience, and it could be different for everybody, but I think in in my experience, that pressure sort of changes over time. Like when you're a new troop leader, you want the girls and their families to feel like they're doing so much stuff. So you want to earn as many badges as possible, as quickly as possible to be like, see how much we're doing. Um, and then after you've been a troop for a while and you've been doing it for a while and you know your girls really well and you're more confident in um, – all the different elements of running a troop because there's so many like it's it's really it can be really overwhelming so once you kind of know your way around and you're feeling more confident about that and you know the girls and you know their families and you have established like this kind of platform for yourself it kind of takes in my experience the pressure off of having to accomplish so much it's sort of like we can go high impact instead of um checking as much as possible off a checklist, if that makes sense. But um, but then the flip side is everything's easier. Everything's easier once you've been doing it for a few years. I feel like three years is kind of like a magical turning point where it's like, hey, I actually know what I'm doing now. Like, I'm still learning new stuff all the time, but I kind of know what I'm doing, which is a nice change. Um, and by five years, it's like, way better way better so um it takes a while to get to the point where you really feel like you know what you're doing but i would say like three years and five years are like the magic numbers now with that being said five years is also like a massive drop-off point for girl membership so a lot of times i think right when volunteers get to the point where they're like yeah i got this i know what i'm doing their girls quit but um that's besides the point so um coming back to being a new leader and trying to like navigate this. um, Yeah, I think it can look like all kinds of different things. And I would say my best advice is a variety to have some that you knock out pretty quickly and some that you go in on, uh, go in on in depth. Is that too many prepositions? What's going on here? Um, That you go in depth 
about. And if the girls really express a lot of interest and enthusiasm about something, spend more time on it, even if they've already completed the requirements for the batch because it's what they love. And that's part of like the girl led thing. Um, so that's my advice. You certainly take it or leave it, but um, hopefully that's helpful. I feel like we got we covered a bunch of questions here, so hopefully uh, that gives some insight and I'll see you right here next week. <laughs>